2: Well, hello and good evening and welcome to Southwest Florida where it's been pretty warm today. We've been a little cooler, but we're here. Sorry about last week. We got here in plenty of time to do the show, but the internet gods were not smiling. The sir the internet was down for a little bit, so we had to fix it and get back up and By the time we did, the show was in progress, and we didn't want to mess up a good thing, thanks to (laughs) Jeff and Dave and all that good thing. So here we are, and I'm going to turn it over to Jeff, and he's going to talk about the lineup and what we got going for tonight's show.
1: Okay, thank you very much, Bill. Well, first of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. This week in the featured segment, we're going to take a look back at the beginnings of FM radio from 1941 and Edward Armstrong. Now, Edward Armstrong was the founder of what we know today as FM radio. This was an experiment broadcaster broadcasting on the Yankee Network from Boston, Mount Washington, New Hampshire, Alpine, New Jersey. And I think you're going to enjoy this. Next, we'll have an air check of a radio station I really enjoyed when I was uh, spending time in Buffalo, New York back in the 70s. It's CHUMAM in Toronto, Ontario, 1050 on the dial. And we're going to listen to their Morning Man, who started at the, at CHUM from 1963 and continued up, well, up until the end of their Top 40 era. His name <laughs> is Jay Nelson, and I think you're going to enjoy him. Next, we'll travel to Dayton, Ohio, and we're going to listen to radio station WZDA-FM as they premiere premier their country format. And they're using voice tracking from iHeart, the media presentations of all oh, from people all over the country. But I tried to do that with the featured station section segment to give you an idea of what's going on in... Current radio, and finally we have a surprise for all you jingle collectors at the end of the show. All in all, a very very busy broadcast. Over to you, Bill.
2: All right, Jeff. And does anybody on the panel have anything to say before we go to the great ones' award-winning newscast?
3: Ah, uh, we're about to get clobbered by one to two feet of snow, and uh, you know we'll see how that is covered and you know i think it's always interesting um how they hype it and i talked about that the biggest snowstorm in years well it's not like we never get these and we had the four huge snowstorms in 2015 but they act like everybody just arrived here yesterday and you know it's like if you grew up here and you live here you know that this happens once in a while you know so everybody
4: who worked there did just arrive yesterday (laughs) yeah they
1: probably did but you know what we you know? What's funny is you listen if you listen to watch the Weather Channel, every storm has a name now, a letter name like yeah, A. No, that's there. And yeah. Bob, Bob, the, meteorologist,
5: Bob, Bob. the meteorologists hate that. We have a guy here in Austin who yeah, totally. went off on the Weather Channel, and he he was let's just say he wasn't nice about it.
1: but you know the Weather <laughs> Channel. What's funny is they're doing better than they ever were because. When they were owned by NBC for a while, they were horrible. They had very little local mm-hmm. weather programming. If you I, you might remember this, Sean, because I know you watch cable, and it, it was all reality. It was all it was just terrible. Yeah. Now at they least they
5: were a, so, showing weather movies. When they originally started, remember they were in Atlanta, and they had they would do the local forecast. Yeah, they, tests, they, so, they, they still they are at, they, they
6: still are in Atlanta. Stuff. Yeah, and
5: they but and they had also but then NBC bought them and they had. Uh, Weather movies and all kinds of other things, and then now, I guess whoever bought them, they have made them back to what
1: they were. And, well, there's also our more competition. Remember, you have to understand there's also more competition now.
5: The Fox Weather and the Direct got, TV Weather Channel, and,
1: and you got Net Weather Nation, which, yeah, weather Nation, which I don't know yeah. that too many cable companies have it, but I know that's available. And you've got AccuWeather, which is on our cable company, and you have Spectrum out there, Sean. So if it's if it's probably on you yours don't as have well.
5: Oh, you don't. So I we. Know we will
1: look and see. I we,
4: expect
1: them. We definitely have it here. So, I mean, that's definitely. all. I, I, I guess we're talking about weather, and uh, with Chris getting maybe two feet of snow. Well, Chris, I hope you have clocked, you're have pretty well stocked up with groceries.
3: Oh, yeah. We got, we got our groceries and just don't want the power to go out. I don't think it will, because the wind, we're going to have gusts up to 50, but uh, down in Cape Cod, they'll probably have more power outages and stuff than we will. But, you know, you never know. When you get a storm, anything can happen.
2: Well, at least you won't miss work if you don't have a power problem
3: <laughs> up, you don't have to well the thing is too it doesn't even come till tonight the poor people that work in the building won't miss work on it. it's gonna be a saturday storm so that's how oh, we always used good. to hate
2: that when monday through friday well, we wanted to re- we wanted to snow this day this time we yep. wanted to snow yeah but mm-hmm. those were long ago days we don't have to worry about um, those days anymore, but yeah,
3: I can still get upstairs, and actually with, with the way I work, I can actually do a lot of my work without the power so it's, it's you know it's, it uh, it it all works out, but uh, hopefully uh, we won 't lose our power because no
1: and, and just remember Bill, every day is a Saturday and Sunday for us, right you know because we 're in the retired group today yeah no, so.
2: but I can, when I set the alarm four or five days a week to get up early to do shows uh, something's wrong i got this retirement thing mixed up this is this this is also true i'm doing it what's wrong with this picture all right let's uh, get jeff on because he's ready to go
1: Gentlemen no of all things radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Layoffs hit Westwood One's 24-hour format. Is a new format on the way for radio station KROQ FM in Los Angeles, California. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and begin our look at the Nielsen holiday personal people meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting with Cumulus and Odyssey making news. In the world of Cumulus, Cumulus owns Westwood One, which is the syndicated arm for the 24-hour delivered formats. These formats include everything from rock to country and urban contemporary as well. Cumulus has laid off 24 individuals involved with these formats. Since Cumulus owns radio stations throughout the United States, they are planning to use the staff from these various radio stations to mend their 24-hour formats. Since these formats are mainly voice-tracked, this will save Cumulus a ton of money and they won't have to hire extra people dedicated to their 24-hour formats. Marconi Bologna is the only individual whose name has been released for these 24-hour formats. He mainly handles the active rock format, and we featured him in a previous All Things Radio live broadcast. What's going on with Odyssey and radio station KROQ? FM in Los Angeles, California. In a recent job listing, Odyssey is looking for an individual experienced in active rock. However, Odyssey doesn't program active rock on radio station KROQ FM. This radio station in Los Angeles, California, programs an alternative rock format, and we're wondering if a format change is in the offing. It's no secret that the alternative rock formats at the owned and operated Odyssey radio stations aren't doing very well, and we're wondering if Odyssey is looking to make changes in this area. We'll let you know more in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In New York City, Odyssey owns radio station WXBK-FM, and you already know that they've dropped their country format in favor of a classic hip-hop and R&B format. However, the HD2 channel of this radio station is continuing to broadcast country music. While well, Odyssey is making a change by adding a radio personality to handle afternoons at this radio station. Her name is Sabrina from Queens, and she was part of the Morning Team who worked at this radio station before it dropped the country format for hip-hop and R&B. Odyssey is also airing the nationally syndicated shows that they produce, Katie in Middays and John. Stone in the evenings. In other news, Odyssey has hired John Fox to be the new brand manager for their country brand in Houston, Texas. That's KILT FM. John Fox is also not only the brand manager for KILT FM in Houston, Texas, he is also the format captain for the country music radio stations owned and operated by Odyssey. John Fox comes to this radio station after working for radio station wxbk FM in New York City before they drop the country formats. Another news, a new morning show hits the airwaves at radio station KLBJ FM in Austin, Texas. The station is owned and operated Operated by Waterloo Media, and the new morning show will be hosted by Bob, Matt, and Bebo. Rich Media is also making news with the departure of Angie Ange from The Morning Hustle. Angie Ange is leaving the show to devote her time to her digital business, Madison 32. The Morning Hustle will be hosted by Heat Crack and Monica. Congratulations go out to J.R. Ammons, who's the new brand manager for the radio cluster in Kansas City, Missouri, owned and operated by Odyssey. J.R. Ammons comes to this radio group after working for Odyssey in Indianapolis, Indiana, most recently at radio station WZPLFM. Another news the MeTV format has gained yet another affiliate. This time in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, with a translator airing on ninety-seven point five, owned and operated by Tower Square Media. The translator is rebroadcasting radio station WTUG FM's HD three signal with the new MeTV format. Another news, Cumulus is looking for a new morning personality at radio station WDRQ FM in Detroit, Michigan, which programs a country format. Broadway Bill Butchinger is leaving the radio station. No explanation of why is leaving has been given. However, the morning show opening is available, and you can find information on the cumulus website now it's time to begin our look at the holiday nielsen personal people meter ratings in new york city the number one ranked radio station is FM with an adult contemporary format the number two rack radio station is WBLS FM with an urban adult contemporary format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in New York City is WCBS FM with a classic hits format. In New York City, the number one rack radio station is KOST FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KRTH FM with a classic hits format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in Los Angeles, California, is KLVE FM with a Spanish hits format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rack radio station is WLIT FM. With an adult contemporary format, the number two rack radio station is WVAZ FM with an urban adult contemporary format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WBBM AM with its all-news operation. In San Francisco, California, the number one rack radio station is KOIT FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KQED FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in San Francisco, California, is KCBS AM with its all. News operation in Dallas, Texas. The number one rec radio station is KDGE FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two radio station is KZPS FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Dallas, Texas is KHKS FM with a pop CHR format. In Houston, Texas, the number one radio station is KODA FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KSBJ FM with a Christian CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Houston, Texas is KK hhfM with an adult hits format in Atlanta, Georgia. The number one rack radio station is wfshfm with a Christian adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WALR FM with an urban adult contemporary format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in Atlanta, Georgia, is WSRV FM with a classic hits format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one rack radio station is WbebfM FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WDASFM with an urban adult contemporary format and finally the number 3 rack radio station in Philadelphia Pennsylvania is WMMR FM with a rock format. Out on Long Island the number 1 rack radio station is WALK FM with an adult contemporary format. The number 2 rack radio station is WLTW FM also programming an adult contemporary format. Finally the number 3 rack radio station out on Long Island is WCBS FM with a classic its format. In Riverside, California the number 1 rack radio station is KOST FM with an adult contemporary format. The number 2-rack radio station is KOLAFM with a classic hits format, and finally the number 3-rack radio station in Riverside, California is KLYYFM with a Spanish format. In San Jose, California, the number 1-rack radio station is KOITFM with an adult contemporary format. The number 2-rack radio station is KQEDFM with a news talk format, and finally the number 3-rack radio station in San Jose, California is KBAYFM with a classic hits format. In New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number 1-rack radio station is double WLTW FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WSKQ FM with a Spanish Tropical format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is WBLS FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Next week we'll continue our look at the Nielsen holiday personal people meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is indeed followed up by Progressive Insurance, the LASIK Vision Institute, Bevel, and Get Upside. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is jeff, that's j-e-f-f-jeff jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett.
2: Thank you, Jeff.
1: Oh, no problem.
2: There's so, a little so I'm confused news.
3: about the call, the holiday aspect of this. None of those are Christmas dishes. Now, we heard all the Christmas ones in December. I get that. And it's not the January ones because January is not over. So what is this actually covering? What is it measuring? What it, it, it
1: actually, they they break the ratings book into thirteen months, and it goes from December fifth till Jan- I mean till January. January. I've got the actual dates right in front of me, Chris. But what they yeah. do is they have an extra book, and that that they call that the holiday book. Mm-hmm. So there's thirteen books for every every year of ratings, not twelve. Like before so be we I mean, the full
4: Four-week period. Four-week
1: grading period. And, and, and for example, you could see the difference here. In Atlanta, you know, normally the number one station has always been WSB with its talk format. But WFSH is a Christian station owned and operated by Salem, but they, of course, do Christmas music. WBEB wasn't number one before. However, it was number one in in the holiday book. That's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, of course, as you know. And, of course, WLTW was number one in New Jersey. That doesn't normally happen very often. <clears throat> and it was also number one on. It was not number one on Long Island. Number one on Long Island was WALK, which years ago, when I remember when we were first doing ratings, that used to be number one all the time. That's now owned and operated by by uh, Conner's Media, but it was owned and operated by iHeart Media before Clear Channel. Before it was iHeart, and and even before that, it was owned and operated by Island Broadcasting. So, again, they they've changed over the. Again, they've changed over the, they've changed over the years. However. Uh, and you can you can see that K-O-I-T, for example, in San Francisco, Chris, that station normally doesn't show up as a number one. Normally the number one and two no. stations in, in Frisco are the news stations. such so that's which is the public broadcaster, or K-C-B-S. And they yeah. flop between the two of them. And, they, and maybe K-O-I-T will be number three. But, but uh, you could see that the holiday books were certainly skewed. However, Chris Huff wrote an interesting article about ratings... And he pointed out, even though Christmas ratings do well, if you look at the cume for the ratings for the radio stations over the past three years, the cumes have actually gone down for the number of people listening. WLTW had an uh, eleven cume of the audience in this year. Last year, last year it was twelve, and the year before it was it was a, they had a thirteen cume. So you find that that's kind of very interesting to see how how radio is certainly shifting, and and it you know. I I can't predict what the shifts will be and what will happen ten years from now or even two or three years from now, but that is where the, you know that is really what's happening in broadcasting. We obviously know that radio is being affected by everything else. That there's a lot more competition out there for radio. So, so that that was interesting to see how he was how he was able to come up with those figures, and what he did is he looked at the cume for last Christmas and this Christmas, and he went back for like three years to show how the cumes have fallen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Anyone maybe else?
2: Bernie won't have to do Christmas one of these years. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> Don't bet oh, on it, Bernie. One can oh, bet on one it. One can hope. You
2: know. <laughs> oh, I do need to insert one correction into your radio news, Jeff, and I. I'm very certain of what I'm. Well, I know what I'm saying is correct here. This Mr. Hammonds that you mentioned. Um from 99.5 wzpl that station is a cumulus station there are no odyssey stations in indianapolis
1: thank you for letting me know because i'll have to blame the guy that wrote the article yeah well it was it was uh, odyssey or intercom for quite a long
7: time it was and it's, it's even hard for me to remember
2: Right. and well, it's,
7: you, you got,
1: it's like a baseball you know, scoreboard. It's card been
2: about get. like three years now or yeah. two that they made the change. And I, just for the. Not to. Oh, you made a, No, that's not at all. Because I make a mistake no, don't, don't every time bad, I key up the mic.
1: They said it was an Odyssey station in the, uh, in the news thing. So I appreciate yeah. the correction. So thank you very much for letting me know. Because I, you know, these things happen. And,
2: oh. It happened every time I gave
5: the mic. The KLBJ FM morning show, the guy's host is actually B. Doe with a D. He was a nighttime guy, and then it was midday. And then when Dale Dudley's contract, you know, fired whatever you will, they moved him into the morning. So you said B. Doe, but that's actually B. Doe.
4: He works cheap.
5: (laughs) Fine.
1: Well, how can you pronounce all these names? Some of these people have crazy names. I know.
5: Yeah, sure. It's like sure It's a combination of his first and last name, Brian, and then his last name and all that. You know, this it Dale I'm Dudley out. thing did not like go
1: down it. well. There was a lot of comments on Facebook. People were not happy about the way Waterloo got rid of him. Uh, it's, well, one thing that, it's one thing to get rid of a of comments. It's one thing to get rid of a comments about
5: yeah.
1: It's one thing to get rid of someone, uh, and you know, but this, to lie about him and say that the guy retired him and, and yeah. the guy puts it out on Facebook mm-hmm. saying he was fired. That's that's not that's not very classy. Yeah, you know. Well, that's the advantage the radio people,
3: water people water. have nowadays. that they sure. can get on Facebook, you know, years ago, radio stations would say any number of things and just say, "Oh, he didn't want oh, to do yeah, it anymore; sure. he retired." And you couldn't uh, now. You can get an audience. You know, you could go around to the local uh, bar or your friends and tell them what happened, but it wouldn't do as much good as it does now. At least, but this there's is
4: also a lot true. of
5: complaints about about that company. Let's just say they they miss Emma. That's all. That's almost they miss Emma well, something. As bad. I say those, that, those, those those
4: stations have met their water. I mean, ah, yeah, they're just yeah. they're just shades of the, shadows of their former yeah. selves. They might have to switch on all of them.
5: Yeah, they had a station. It was Latino Hits on a translator. They flipped it to a party station dance. Then they went back to their same format last week on Latino Hits, but calling it Mega instead of Latino. But it's basically the same format that they flipped from six months ago.
3: Well, you know, so I maybe say, if uh, they get rid of the stations, if they sell them, they'll play Stonewall Jackson's Waterloo as they
4: go that's off. That's true. Yeah,
1: the- they should. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I'm talking about radio news, and I, I, haven't gotten it already yet. But I, as, I'm, as like Bill says, he gets up early in the morning, and I do the same thing, and I go through the radio columns every day to figure out. We have no life week to week. I don't have a life, Bill. You know that. But <laughs> uh, there are two things we're going to talk about. Well, three actually coming up. But uh, one of them is. Uh, Consolidation of Way Media Networks. That's a Christian company out of uh, was or out of Fort Myers, Florida, initially, and Hope Christian, uh, Hope Christian Network, and they're going to merge into one company. And Hope is based in uh, in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, yes, so they run
4: that KSBJ in Houston.
1: That's the yeah, one. Oh, so
4: okay, that's true. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then the
1: uh, other, and the other thing is, I just I just read an article. I haven't seen the article, but I do know that Dan Bongino has just been banned from YouTube. Um, and we'll I talk about that. That. yeah, I've heard that. Him, yeah, I heard you got from YouTube and there's a fight between Neil young his music catalog and Spotify and over Spotify yeah over Joe over Joe Rogan's uh, uh, talking about the the vaccines and Neil Young's disagreement about Joe Rogan and so Neil Spotify has asked that Spotify remove his music. And they're going to do something. I heard what they have. Actually, they, it's already yeah, done. I checked. I it out. they have, yeah. I checked yeah. it earlier this morning. But, uh, Who
7: is Joe gone. Rogan? But you know what? I mean, I mean, if, mm. if that's how Neil feels, good for him because it's his yeah. music.
2: That's right. Yeah. Right. Who is Joe Rogan?
7: Joe
5: Rogan. He's just he a podcast. He's a comedian he, podcaster. He also, uh, he edit He's the interviewer uh, for UFC pay per views. Go ahead, Bernie. You, you want to say something.
7: Yeah. He, he does very long-form podcasts. I mean, he'll get uh, some pretty big names, although most of them I don't know. But uh, he will he will go for at least two hours sometimes, even longer, yeah. uh, on a podcast. And he does and he's a, a lot.
5: He's a good interviewer, yeah. Like I said, every major UFC pay-per-view, he's the guy interviewing... The winner, the loser, all the people before the fight
7: she's on that broadcast. Yeah, see, with, I just um, have no interest in that crap. <laughs> so, so what is, is he, I, he, uh... I
5: correctly, I think he accused
1: Neil Young of being anti-vaccine, which Neil said he wasn't, and Joe <laughs> wouldn't back yeah. down. And, and yeah, that's um, what happened. And 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 Spotify and Neil said it's either me or Joe, and Spotify chose Joe. But remember, mm-hmm. Neil's music is also available on Apple Music. It's also oh, it's available on right. Google yeah, Play, yeah, it's over, and right. it's also available on Deezer. So. They're always to get his music, but, it, you know, it's not like it used to be. And so people can stream their music We're in, in a number of different places these days. And so, oh, Dan,
2: yeah. me, the I other guy? Young
1: that badly, Who's it? the no. other
2: guy that was taken off of YouTube? Dan, Dan Bonchino. Is he the guy that was doing a talk show... He he, he he does he is,
5: does a talk
1: Westwood show Warren. he does a talk show for Westwood One. Originally, he was the one that said that he wouldn't do his talk show if, if Cumulus had a vaccination a vaccine mandate. However, he changed his mind. He says he said although I may be vaccinated, I don't believe in the vaccine, and he kind of backtracked on it. If you remember correctly, but I don't. I, I haven't read the story about why he was banned well, from YouTube yet, so I'll have to go through that. Have you read he, it, Gary? Because I didn't have a chance. Not to yet. Read
4: it. I just saw it a minute ago before we started, so he, I haven't had a chance to again. What I
5: understand. You know, what I understand he said he, he's vaccinated but he doesn't believe in man in in uh employer mandates for it. He said it should be your choice. He chose to get it, but it should be your that's and that's where he almost walked and he said I may he goes I'll decide after my next contract, from what I understand. Well, we'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, only time will tell, Sean. Only,
1: only time, time will tell. tell. Oh
6: yeah. We'll see. So but I'll bet, those, I'll bet those fans are looking forward to Jennifer's call letters. I have a million looking I forward bet to bet they They're clamoring.
2: They're clamoring. they
6: want to remove us, if we don't
5: get to
0: them.
2: That's right. <laughs> In fact, they've got a petition now. Uh, I've just got it. filled up the office. Take them off, please, please, please.
4: <laughs> yeah. People are beneath my window chanting.
2: And, off, and my them name's them up, at the and top and of the through. list. So. <laughs> there, down here. So, my name's at the top of the list, so I better shut up and play this.
0: Yeah.
8: Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of January 27th. K.L. KLUB FM 106.9, Bloomington, Texas, changes slogan from Classic Rock 106.9 to KLUB Tejano 106.9, K-N-I-M-A-M 1580, Maryville, Missouri, changes slogan from Pick Up Country 1580 AM 95.9 FM to I'm Country 1580 AM 95.9 FM KQOB FM 96.9 Enid, Oklahoma changes slogan from Eagle 96.9 to 96.9 1640 to Eagle K. VVL FM 97.1 Maryville Missouri changes slogan from 97.1 The Ville to 97.1 Real Alternative Radio KZLS AM 1640 Enid Oklahoma changes slogan from The Eagle 1640 to 96.9 1640 The Eagle W.E. C-R-A-M 1130 Newland, North Carolina Changes slogan from Glory 1130 to Star 94.3 W-N-W-V FM 107.3 Elyria Ohio Changes slogan from 107.3 Gen Y to 107.3 K-F-L-S FM 96.5 Lake, California changes slogan from Kix 96 to Kix 96 Better Country KKKJ FM 105.5 Royal Oregon changes slogan from 3KJ Jammin 105.3 to Jammin 105.3 WZDA FM 103.9 Beaver Creek, Ohio changes slogan from 103.9 The Bull to Dayton's New Country 103.9. KBKW AM 1450, Aberdeen, Washington changes slogan from News Talk 1450 to Timber Country. WLEL FM 94.3, Ellaville, Georgia changes format from Classic. Hits to regional Mexican. KZUM FM 89.3, Lincoln, Nebraska, changes the slogan from the heartbeat. Of the community to KZUM 89.3 FM, WGBN AM 1360, McKeesport, Pennsylvania, changes slogan from Power 1360 to Pittsburgh's Power 1360, AM 98.9 FM, KGLO AM 1300, Mason City, Iowa, changes. Slogan From your hometown news station to AM 1300, KGLO, KISU, FM 91.1, Pocatello, Idaho, changes the slogan from your ear to the world to KISU 91.1, WKNH, FM 91.3, Keene, New Hampshire changes slogan from independent radio to wknh 91.3 fm those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio i'm jennifer sparks wishing all of you a very good week thank you very much jennifer i don't know
2: how you keep them all straight i don't
1: either she does such a good job doing those great job yeah a very good job well, we do have a raised hand from Al in um, Ohio. Palma Heights. So, Height. so Palma Heights, Ohio. Palmer go ahead. Height. Give me that jewelry from JD Robinson, the ro- the Diamond Man, Al. I <laughs> um, um, yourself, Al.
2: He's coming.
1: There he is. There you go. Okay, am I on oh. the air now? Okay. You, you are. There you are. are. First couple things. Uh,
9: uh, last week's uh, the uh, Denver, the Colorado uh, station. Yeah. I say yeah. to that yuck, yuck, yuck. It was strange, <laughs> strange Yeah, stuff. Really, yeah. especially I did like that Simon Garfunkel version of "Scarborough." That was so eerie. I'll
1: tell you yeah. Oh, he was doing there. Yeah, well, it was different rated. We talked about that last week, Al. It Was much different. I know.
9: I didn't want to. I didn't want to call back a second time. So, anyway, uh, the the reason, the real reason is uh, one hundred seven point three. It's still WNWV. I was wondering where Jennifer get that KL something from.
1: No, no, she, she called the Gen Y. It was it was Jenny, yeah, sure. it was Gen Y. It's still WNWV, but they don't use the call letters except it's at the top of the hour. But they've gone to yeah. an alternative rock format. I'll feature them, not next week, but probably the week after, because I've got yeah, another thing. That. Feature them as, it's like Gen yeah. X, Gen Y, yeah, that kind of thing. By oh, the okay. way, it's, Al, I've yeah. got a little radio history to ask you about, because I'm going to feature this on a classic air check. I found an air check of radio station WELWFM in Cleveland, Ohio, that goes back to when it was a country station. I believe it was 1971. I don't remember the year. I don't have it in front of me. Oh. But if you could tell me a little bit about this radio station, that would be really helpful. It's if you uh, remember.
9: WELW in Willoughby, Ohio, which is a, a, a daytime station, actually. They're on sign-off, to sign-off, you know, the sunset. Right, the sun but right. This, is,
1: this was on 107.9. This was on an FM frequency. Really? Maybe they had a... Uh, it was there in the 70s. It, it, that, it, it stayed
9: actually. on it for... It was... Uh, the old WNOB, and then it changed uh, they it went to uh, the owner went to WELW AM and FM mm-hmm. 1971 and that uh, station lasted maybe about a
3: year where was the AM uh, where was it on the dial uh,
9: 1330 WELW oh and so it
3: wasn't even far from WERE it was very close
9: right, right right yeah it was a week station it was a daytime station yeah it was a uh, rock station they about in 1970 they went to uh FM. Mm-hmm. Actually, FM, I still still called W N O B. so I don't know, but anyway, uh, they were uh, top 40 from 1970 to 71, Then they went to country. Yeah, okay, I remember the country station. Okay. They last maybe about two years, two or three okay, years.
1: Okay, well, you know, you know, when I search for air checks, it, again, like I like Bill always says, you don't have a life, Jeff, because every day I try to look for new things or try to... Uh, you know, I don't things. have
9: a life either. I listen to uh, by Lady A, all these all these stations. I pick all day yeah.
1: long. <laughs> yeah. I'm like you, Jeff. <laughs> well we well we understand, believe me. And and not only that, I believe I found some other air checks at WGAR which when I I don't have but I don't have any air checks at WGAR before uh Jack Thayer was managing them and and when John Lud yeah. was programmed. I have nothing of when they were like a really old line MOR station. But none of those Yeah, they really were a
9: Middle Road station, yeah, back in the sixties mm-hmm. until, you know, Jack Thayer took over in September seventy and seventy, yeah. PR trying, oh, I used uh, to like I, uh,
3: going by them. You know, 3 is uh, well, not 3-W-E-W, uh, uh KYC was not interesting anymore after they went to the middle of the road. But G A R, you go by there and you'd hear some. They'd mix in the oldies pretty good, and it, it was yeah. it was a nice station. So I used to like yeah, it. it to was. They,
1: yeah. They had some pretty interesting announcements, and I'm not even just talking about Don Imus who did mornings. Joe Mayer was the midday Joe guy. Chuck Bob Vernon, Bob Vernon, Warren yeah. oh, Knight was there. Lauren Norman Knight who spent year
9: there, yeah. Norman Knight. And uh, Stony yeah. and Stoney Richards. Oh yeah, yeah. he was there in
3: nineteen seventy three, yeah. And Lauren Owens who went to with Morning Wally later in Boston. Oh yeah, Lorne Owens. And, oh. and
1: then oh, Phil yeah. Gardner and John John Lanigan of course did mornings there for quite a while. Hey, so then,
9: he took he took Don Imus' place in the late nineteen seventy one and I was left for uh, New York City. Ah. Yeah, so that's what happened there. And they had the, you know, it's a funny thing. They had Specs Howard coming in for a week to uh, fill in. Who did they
1: have? Who did they have coming for a week? Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that Howard. name. Oh, Specs
9: okay. Specs Howard. Yeah, Specs Howard. He came. They brought him for a week. They had somebody mm-hmm. else. And two weeks later, John Lannigan got
1: hired. How did how did Specs Howard sound? Mm-hmm. I mean, he sounded really old on the air check that we played of Martin and Howard on KYW at the time. But
9: yeah, he sounded old, like in
1: '71. Yeah. I forgot how old he was, but
9: uh, I think you you
1: say he was still alive. I believe he is still alive. Yes, um, I, right, haven't che- still I, I haven't. I haven't checked. Oh. He's in his nineties, but I do remember. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. Wow, so, yeah. Oh, he still sounds good even in his
1: nineties. Good. <laughs> well, of course, of, of course, okay. and of course, we will. I'm, not, I'm just filling for a little bit of time here, but of course, the that's only right, other guy I remember.
9: It was a I pleasure remember, to talk to you. But the country you. station, 97, uh, 107, yeah, it didn't last long, about three years.
1: And, of course, let's also remember, and I'm, I'm going to try to find some air trucks of him for uh, Bill's feature, if I can find some, of Alan Douglas, who worked at WKYC and then yes. went to WNBC in New York and then went oh, back yes, to Cleveland. yeah,
9: we did his talk show, 1230 to 2, yep. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They,
3: well, wasn't, didn't he have a nighttime yeah. show, uh, Al, like around 10 uh, at oh, night, I night know, or something?
9: Meant, like, uh, Alan Douglas, yeah, he did. Ten to
3: one. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to listen to it yep. sometimes. It reminded me of Bob Kennedy contact that we had. And he was, <laughs> so one of the Douglas things he did, he kept. He, he was another one who got Gene Dixon on all the time. Back in the mid sixties. I was I
9: thought you said, Mike Douglas. <laughs> no, 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 not Mike no, Douglas. That's
3: all thirty years No, Alan Douglas. He was very Alan good. Douglas.
9: I, no, I He had that deep voice. You know, yeah. Old Douglas. You know. Call me at 5, 7, 8, 11, Yeah, and yet no, he didn't. He, he
1: didn't do well in New York, and, and he came back to Cleveland. No, and unfortunately, that, uh, yeah. he had a tragic ending to him, and uh, we won't go into that. But uh, we can say that I he was—he was—he was very talented. Bill,
9: I'm yeah, going to turn him. He was a good talk show
1: host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In
6: fact, yep.
9: before you went to WKYC, he started WERE in the early to mid '60s. WERE. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Huh. Very,
2: very good.
1: good. Very good.
9: Thank you, Al. Well, you take care. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Now that we've got more things under control here in the studio and everything, we're going to also be doing probably next week a feature on Ralph Emery, who passed away in the last week. And because he was a, uh, well, he was a very good disc jockey for what he did. Yeah. Did a lot of interviews and uh, he kind of spanned the decades. And he crossed over from radio to television. Quite successfully.
8: Well, if, if, if
3: I, there's a few, I suppose, but I would think that, and people a more versed in country would would know better than I. But he would be the guy, sort of like a Dick Clark, where people really got the country music going in a lot of different ways—not on you know on TV, on radio, but you know, being on WSM and getting the TV uh, cable country stuff going. Uh, he was well known, certainly for many years.
1: You might <laughs> remember him for further his. He was very big on the, uh, what but it doesn't exist anymore, which is now Spike uh, on cable. But it was a oh, national yeah. channel at one time, and he had his own show. I don't TNN. TNN.
5: He was when TNN started. He was one of the original shows on there. His his show along with Crook and Chase, because you had Nashville now and Nashville Live, and a lot of those other.
2: But he did more than country music too. He did, yeah. He was a multi-talented and people that are at that level usually are. They can do... Well, I
3: I mentioned uh, when his uh, death came up a couple of weeks ago and we had the Bill and Perry show, I was mentioning he was analogous, kind of a parallel career to Wink Martindale. You know, the same kind of thing where he was uh, going in and out of TV, radio, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah. All right, we're going to do this. he was also
1: married to Skeeter Davis at one time. That's correct.
2: Yes, he was. Um... All right, Jeff, we're going to do this feature you found for my segment. And this is a Boston Early FM. What was this from, 1941, did you say? October
1: of 1941.
2: Right. it will be interesting. So I think you'll like this. It's about a five or six-minute segment. It's not going to wear you down for 20, 30 minutes. So here you go.
6: Hello, welcome to LSB Feasters Radio Channel, where we keep great radio from the past alive. And today I've got something really unique for you. It is radio station W1XOJ in Boston. Okay, if you've never heard of this station before, it's because it was an early FM station from 1941. And the voice you're going to hear, at least to start this air check, is Edwin Armstrong. He is considered the inventor of FM broadcasting. The sound on the new FM style of broadcasting was superior to AM. It was cleaner sound, better fidelity, and in 1941, Armstrong was experimenting with FM network broadcasting. You see, AM stations used to have to use telephone lines to get from station to station to spread their network around. What Armstrong did was he eliminated the telephone lines lines by using the clear FM signal to take the programming to go from station to station to station. Now, in this air check, you'll hear Armstrong, at least the first voice on it, along with other engineers along the network talking about the quality of the FM network signal. So give it a list. Listen, this is a real piece of history here. The next voice you will hear is Major Edwin Howard Armstrong.
4: You know, uh,
10: changing the subject, uh, Lafayette, it's just as hardly possible to believe that uh, you're on Mount Washington. Uh, as a matter of fact, you're right here in the room with us.
11: Well, you sound the same way up here, too, Major. Uh, well, I would think, really, that you were right here with us, and what? even with that long distance apart.
10: Well, of course, uh, I'm. Uh, my voice is handicapped by going over with the landline to Boston. Yeah. But you uh, come your voice comes the whole way by radio relay. Oh, it does. Huh? Yes, and uh, every inflection of it is
11: uh, right here with us. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's very good then. Hello, man Washington. Hello, uh, Paul. Hello, Lafayette. Good evening, Paul. Well, uh, how are the diesels? Are they purring along like kittens? Oh, gee, them two diesels are sweetheart. Well, that's fine. Those are my two children's, you know. <laughs> i got to keep them going uh, in very good shape. Yes. We have no trouble whatsoever so far with, uh, with the diesel uh long you change the oil i've been changing the oil regular in them and checking them up every two days fine and every day of course i always look them over Yeah. to see if everything's all right I'd always do that after midnight well uh tellington came down with some very good uh, pictures so uh... I had my first opportunity to see the installation in that manner. Oh, you did, huh? Looks all right. Looks fine. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette, uh... I think uh, some of us are interested in uh, sort of what you might call the domestic uh, problems, the little problems of uh, living up there. So I'm going to put Mrs. DeMars on the line, and she can uh, ask you about... Yeah, all right. (laughs) Good evening, Mrs. Lamar.
12: I don't think I've ever really met you, have I?
11: Uh, Yes, we have met at Paxton.
12: Oh, up at Paxton. Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah. Well, Paul wants me to ask you, I suppose he means, he wants to know, how about the dish towels? The last time oh. we were up there, Mrs. Armstrong and one of the other ladies and I had to do a little bit of washing.
11: Well, you know, we've done that uh, this week. We had dish towel week.
12: Oh, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's right.
11: Uh, well. <laughs> oh, we had uh, quite a bunch of oh, there's probably 10 of them, I guess, so, yes. so we uh, took a uh, forenoon off and washed dish towel.
12: Well, that's fine. Well, then we won't be afraid to go up again.
11: No, they're all washed nice and clean now, ready for use.
12: <laughs> all right. Then I expect we'll be up in the early summer. And oh. I suppose that will be just the next wash day.
11: <laughs> That's just about right. <laughs> well, let Paul
12: talk to you now, because I know yeah. it's time to hang up soon.
11: Tech- yes, sir. So uh, give my regards to the uh, boys, uh, Lafayette. And I'll ask the Major to come in uh, for a few last words. All right. Say good night, Paul. Good night, Lafayette.
10: Well, Paul, uh, I'll say good night, too. And I just want to thank the boys on Mount Washington, Mac at Paxton, John Denny at Meriden, and the boys at Alpine. And to say that the next time that we do this, I think uh, we can have added in a few added innovations. Uh, which I'd like to talk over with you, Paul, out uh, at Columbus.
11: All right, uh, then it's a date.
10: When we get back, uh, we'll do it again, and uh, with the uh, innovations that I mentioned. Oh, so, right, good night, everybody.
11: Good night from Boston. Good night, Major. This is the Mount Washington. And good night from Paxton. This is W1XOJ Boston, the frequency modulated high frequency broadcast station owned and operated by the Yankee Network, with transmitting facilities at Paxton, Massachusetts. This concludes the broadcasting activities of W1XOJ for today. We will return to the air at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Good night.
0: Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
3: Wow.
5: Where's
11: Paxton, voices. So.
3: Because of their voice. Paxton is in the central part of Massachusetts out near Worcester and the thing is what they reminded me of was you could almost think that it was a Bob and Ray bit because of course you think of Bob and Ray with those New England accents and well now uh, you're going to talk to me about dish towels okay and so the first topic ever <laughs> discussed on FM was dish towels I think you yeah. could win a lot of bar bets on that whether it was dish and, towels
1: and know. by the way those FM frequencies were not 88 to 108 like we have today they, were, from yeah, so they 40 were 40 to 44 they sympathy, I think. yeah they, oh, they
4: 40 were
1: 40 to 44 okay. was 40 to 44 <laughs> as a matter of fact i had an old fm radio at the school that i went to and it was it, that that fm band wasn't used except for paging um, at the time so oh. that was that was 40 to 44 at the time was was the frequency they they were using so that is pretty in, exciting uh, it was a Unfortunately, uh, Edward Armstrong died essentially penniless after fighting in the courts with uh, David Sarnoff from RCA about the pattern and, and, and the FM and how it was to be done. And he, he unfortunately took his life back in 1954, which is not good. But, you know, he also was respons- responsible for putting on WKCRF at Columbia University. That was one of his stations. And they were talking about the other transmissions in the Alpine, New Jersey and Meriden. Well, where's Meriden? I believe that's Meriden, Connecticut. So, Correct. So it was very interesting to hear the beginnings of what we take for granted as FM radio, because uh, as you know, even yep. in the 50s when I grew up and you grew up, Chris, in the early 60s, FM yep. was a stepchild to AM. it wasn't even thought of as anything until the FCC oh, wow. really instituted no, it was instituted
3: all the time. We AM and FM or <clears throat> WEI AM and FM, and that's what you'd hear on your station IDs. And uh, actually, it was interesting. I remember... One thing that they did in 1961, is in the early part of the year, I think, the Yankees had gone to WCBS, but I think they decided to put some of the uh, weekday afternoon games in April and stuff on just on the FM side. I think I heard that at the time. And that was kind of weird because nobody did anything important on and FM And do yet. you
1: know that, that the original AM stereo, there was an experiment done at WQXR AM and, the AM and FM in New York City, and the AM had the right channel and the FM had the left channel, and there were actually radios that had two separate tuners in them so they could hear in stereo before mm-hmm. they had FM stereo. That's pretty kind now, of... That's well, pretty there was a
3: thing that, did that Jeff, Do you remember week. this thing? Yeah. In 1958, there was a thing they did with NBC affiliates on the radio and it was on TV. And George Goebel did something where they had an NBC show that he did. And they had the left and right channel. If you brought your radio in by your television, you could listen to... Stereo that way too. I I do remember that. I do. I do remember
1: that. So, but vaguely. I mean, I was pretty young. You're you're a little older than I am, but I do. Yeah, I didn't. I
3: I knew it was happening, and I didn't really. uh, You know, we didn't do it or anything, but uh, I can still remember though the simulcasts of. uh, You know, Uh, we did
4: that with eight. It was either eight twenty. I think it was eight twenty that you. We would take one radio and put them switch your radios six feet apart. Mm
8: -hmm. And.
4: uh, uh, and uh, they did that. And I remember. I guess they did it with ninety six three, which was their FM on one side, and eight yeah. twenty on the other side. Which was uh, oh, okay. That, so that hour d- of the day with VAP.
1: And then so. the early FM F- stereo, they would they, they would tell you to tune your radio to it was upper, to the up lower a little lower, above the frequency, and the other one a little below, until they came right. out with the it's yeah, they the came system. out with the con, con system. system. Yeah. And of course, the FCC really blew it on that one because they should have set the standard, and they didn't well, set they did, the standard, yeah. and they let the marketplace decide. And the marketplace, by that time, people didn't really care about FM stereo, by about AM stereo. By then, it was all everyone was going to FM anyway. So,
2: All right, I'm going to ask everybody on the panel. First, FM station they remember. Let's start with Bernie.
7: Well, actually, I remember... Uh, WFMS here in, in Indianapolis. It, uh, it was a terrible station at the time. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and, I, and I also remember uh, WFBM FM. Uh, they, they were, again, side by side, 94 7 and 95 5. Uh, but they, they didn't have any programming that uh, interested me at all.
2: No, I, re- I remember those, and mine probably. Oh, there was one at 105.7 which was very yeah, weak W-A-I-B. yeah I remember them um, I remember WAJC at 104.3 yep. the voice of Butler they would, they 104.5 to, they would
7: sign for 5
2: on say, I meant eight. to say I'm sorry there goes my mistake quota I meant to say <laughs> 104.5 but also um W-I-F-E-F-M, or whatever they were called at the time, W-I-S-H, 107.9. So we'll go on to, uh, let's go to Chris.
3: Okay, well, the my story, I got into it late. Uh, I got a radio for right around my birthday, November 30th. My, my mother gave it to me just for Thanksgiving, because she knew I was going to a football game and stuff. And the reason I wanted it, and I asked her for it, was because W-H-G-H was did the Bruins and Celtics, and they used to, you know, cover one, and uh, they'd have reports from the other. Usually, cover the Bruins, and, not, and then have Johnny Most report from the Celtics game. Well, now they were going to put, and it would vary. Sometimes the Bruins would be on AM and the Celtics on FM, or vice versa. So um, I said, you know, I really now I could listen to the games if I had an FM radio. So she got me one. It was an unusual one. It had two dials on it. One was the AM dial, one was the FM dial. So I could, and you'd have a, a selector switch in the back. You could switch from AM to FM. So I remember sitting there listening, you know, on just on that radio and go back on a Saturday night, it was going back and forth. Here's the Celtics over here, here's the Bruins over there. And that was great. That was, uh, you know, and then there was some rock. The first rock song I ever heard on FM, we were at my uh, aunt's house the year before, and I they let me fool around. They had, we had WCRB on because they like classical. They let me fool around with the FM dial. And the first song I heard was Come a Little Bit Closer by Jane and the Americans on WLLH in Lowell, which was 99.5. And uh, later it was many other things, but they were WLLH in Lowell and they were playing rock. So those are my two FM memories.
2: All right, let's go to Jeff. Jeff, what was... Well, Cause...
1: I was also a little late listening to FM. I started in 1962 because I didn't have an FM radio and I didn't get one until then. And uh, the station I started listening to, there were two. WSOU was the college station from Seton Hall University, and I remember listening to them because uh, they had a radio announcer named Bill Rock, Radio City Bill, later on WNBC and a few stations all over the place, and lots of voice work. And the first FM station I really enjoyed was a station <coughs> excuse me, that's no longer on the air anymore. It's now WFAN-FM, uh, 101.9, and because before that was WPIX-FM, it was WB-FM. They were an all-jazz station. And they were really good. And my father liked them. So, of course, I couldn't change the dial when he was in the, in the room. So I got, to, I got to love jazz listening to that station. Um, and it, unfortunately, they went bankrupt. They were off the air for a while. And they became WPIX FM, the sound of the good life. But that was the first FM station I listened to. All
2: right. Thanks. Let's go to Perry. Now, you and Sean were a little bit different generation. Yeah. But we'll go. Perry, what was your f- first FM memory? Well, Sean, pick it up.
5: <laughs> okay, well, like I said, I was born in 72, so FM was kind of already going strong, but people were still mainly listening to AM because, you know, my parents had an AM car radio, but at home, I remember, of course, in Kirksville, Missouri, 94.5 KRXL. They were kind of an adult contemporary station. It was about, I was about three years right. old. So I the AM was KIRX. We'd have that on in the in the car, it was country, and then we go to KRXL, and then WGEM out of Quincy, which was a country station. Those were probably the first two, Quincy, Illinois, by the way, which is about an hour from Kirkville, Missouri, so those those were probably the first two when I was about three years old, because like I said, even in the 70s a lot, you know, AM was still the big stations up there, everybody was listening to WLS and KCMO and... Uh, WHB out of Kansas City and all those stations, you know, still pretty strong, but FM was FM had arrived by the time definitely I was born
2: One thing I remember
5: and I didn't know anything
3: about, you know, the band where where everything was, and so I'm fooling around with the FM on that Thanksgiving night, and, uh, you know, went up to the left hand side, and, and my brothers and my mother were in the other room watching Bewitched and there was Bewitched I said, how did I get bewitched on this radio? Are you guys, they're watching on TV out there on Channel 5. Well, it was Channel 6 from New Bedford and uh, WTEV. And that was on the FM, and I didn't know Channel 6 was going So that was like an extra bonus. I'd listen to uh, movies late night on, on Channel 6 or Dick Cavett's show later on and all kinds of stuff. You know, didn't have to have a TV and just put on whatever ABC was running. They were an ABC affiliate. So that was kind of cool.
1: Gary, what about you? Gary,
4: uh, um, well... My uh, father had an FM radio, and he would listen to Kixel, K I X L, which was 104 on both dials. And when I got when I got my first FM radio in '64, because I was old age of 10, mm-hmm. uh, I would listen to 987, which was KLISFM. And they were only on from noon to six, and then later on they became. Uh, in sixty-eight. they went to progressive rock And such as that But uh, once I got FM And there started to be rock and roll on us I pretty much didn't pay that much attention to
2: AM, All right, we <laughs> AM
6: do, we, do we have we anybody go, go. Else? Am, I Am I back?
2: Yeah you're back Perry. We We'll go in with you There, there,
6: there we are there, uh, For whatever reason my microphone didn't detect Huh but uh, sure. Sure. WNLA in Indianola Mississippi was my first one being in the south back in those days always listened to the music of the 70s and the American top 40 and all the good, all that good stuff and then of course you got WDMS DMS out of Greenville because my dad and mom were country fans so we listened to that too ah
2: sounds That's good cool. Perry Well all good right, we you got some hands raised, raised hands no, yeah I'm
6: sorry.
2: no i'm just saying you got raised hands
1: Yeah, we got him. Walter Swank, go ahead. And then Pam Drake will be next. Okay. You there, Walter? Walter
13: Swank, go ahead. There we go. There we go. There he is.
6: Go ahead, Walter.
13: Um, Yeah. Um, I guess we're talking about our first FM encounters. Correct. Um, Hmm. Wow. Um, I guess I would have to say that my first uh, FM encounter was. a st- station uh, called KGOR in Omaha and at the time they were calling themselves Rock 100 um they were the fm side of uh KFAB uh and uh so that would have to be my first mm-hmm. fm uh, encounter uh, obviously we uh then i heard uh another station called KQKQ uh at a I think it was at a department store, or something like that. Uh, at the time, they were something called Imagination Radio. Uh, they would then become a top forty station for uh, many years, and are now a hot AC station. But, uh, um, but uh, yeah, those are my first encounters of FM radio.
1: By the way, classic call signs KQKQ KQ and KGOR. Very, very familiar call signs in radio history over the years. Thank you, Walter. Yeah.
2: We got Pam coming up.
1: We got Pam Drake. Can you unmute yourself, please?
2: Hello.
12: Well, you hey. know, my first uh, experience with FM. <clears throat> excuse me. Going all the way back to school, uh, I went to uh, the local one of the local public schools, and they were big into radio. Teaching the F the uh, schools had these little, little table radios, and WTHS uh, was the educational station, and you got your Spanish uh, grades one through six lessons. I know. Repeat after me, como. That, oh
0: yeah,
12: you know? yeah, and and then there were other shows, and then my mother, a few years, mother and dad bought a hi fi, believe it or not,
8: uh-huh.
12: and it had uh, it had an AM FM radio, and I remember uh, mother used to like um, uh, beautiful music type what we now would would have called a beautiful music or later called beautiful music format, and uh, she would listen to these stations and. <clears throat> They would say, at one station especially, I can't recall the call. By tape delay, I taped recording They made a big deal about the fact that the, that the music was on tape.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, then, one uh, of the things that I was going to say too, Pam, the thing that amazed me when I was dialing around in 64 to come a little bit closer by Jane and the Americans, it sounded like a record. I said, wow, if I had that record on this, you know, on this, they had a nice hi-fi. If I had a record here, that's how it would sound. I, I oh, can't I believe know. it. It's on the radio. I
12: know. You know?
1: Yeah.
12: And you were talking about AM stereo a while ago, back in the days when WNBC AM went stereo.
1: Oh, we remember.
12: Uh, they told you to take two radios and kind of off tune them slightly. <laughs> so I did this with a friend of mine who was visiting and I put the station on. He listens for about two minutes and he goes, Take it away, it's too weird.
1: <laughs> it didn't sound good. It really didn't, Pam, and, I, and we do remember that. I would have thought that maybe your mom would have listened to the radio station if you were in Florida, WTMi FM on ninety three point one back then. Maybe because they, I know they had classical music, a beautiful music at one point.
12: I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm trying to think what the calls were. I mean, I was not even ten, so you know, <laughs> and I was I I barely remember some of this stuff. Oh, okay, actually, it was we got the stereo in fifty seven, so I was like eight.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, one of the things I remember about tuning the FM dial, one of the first time I were tuned on my father's radio, the stations weren't in the order that they were on AM. Right. That's what. So, re- so I thought, why, out. You know, why is KRLD down in the low dial and Kixel is on the high end and Kixel and KRLD are next to each other on AM?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The yeah. FM was way up
3: at the right end, at the upper end. And I'm like, they're supposed to be in the middle or 1030. What's going on? You know? Yeah.
1: Well Yeah, as a matter of fact, I remember hearing air checks of Russ Knight, the weird bit, making fun of KIXL back then. So uh Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well that's yeah, to- oh, you came up with a pretty good topic. I think that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that was good. That was fun.
2: Oh, we could go right. on and on about this. We could go on oh, yeah. and on oh, and yeah. on and on and I got a lot more stories, but we really better move on. Is this uh your chum? I am. Right,
1: this is Chum. The guy, his name is Jay Nelson. He used to call himself Jungle Jay Nelson. Very, very popular in in, uh, Toronto. He was wooed away from WKBW back in 1963. He had spent a few years at KB. They offered him a ton of money to go to Toronto, and he was very, very successful. Not only on radio as a radio host, he was a TV host hosting children's programs, hosting movies on television, doing a TV interview show at one point. He was very, very successful. And his name is, he used to call himself Jungle Jay Nelson on WKBW, but he's Jay Nelson on Chum in uh, 1968.
2: Boy, I can get people to pay me to go anywhere. They pay me to go. They want me to pay to go. So, (laughs) anyway, let's go with this.
1: One of the things I like to do when presenting these classic air checks is to travel north of the border. And this week we're traveling to Toronto, Ontario, and we're going to listen to the radio station CHUM AM. This week we're taking the virtual time machine back to November 9th, 1968, and we're going to listen to how morning sounded on this radio station. The morning radio announcer is Jay Nelson, who came to CHUM in 1963 after working at radio station WKBW AM in Buffalo, New York. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station CHUM AM from Toronto, Ontario, from November 9th, 1968 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
0: 10.50 Chum, Jay Nelson.
14: Long distance information, give me Memphis, Tennessee. It's nine minutes after six o'clock, Chum, seven car sweepstakes, time 38 degrees. A high today we will be up to 40. I'm Jay Nelson, Saturday morning, here till nine, and Hal Weaver, and uh, could we have a little Maharishi music, please? What is that? It is not the music I ordered. It is not the music of the Ganges. Oh, well, can you go on? Yes, I can. Do I get paid if I go on? You get paid if you go on. I go on. It is written, whenever you encounter a grasshopper, treat him or her with respect, because verily, that grasshopper could very well be a him or a her. It was a her or a him, Whether a him or a her... Or a him or a him or a... <laughs> Do not laugh. Do not laugh
0: at... Oh, they love the Maharishi...
14: <laughs> Do they get paid if they laugh? No, if they laugh, they don't get paid. There you go. It's ten minutes after six. Ten fifty chum. the beat goes on.
0: Ten fifty chum.
14: Go ahead, go ahead. Introduce the record. I'm I'm, I'm just going to sit here. Fifteen after six o'clock. Yes, yeah, so and here's Bobby. Go
0: Sometimes go. I imagine myself as a drifter, seeker of fortune.
14: Uh, a little straight-light music for you. It's 18 minutes after 6 o'clock. Chum 7 Car Sweepstakes time. The Nelson Nelson Show, 38 degrees. We've got a few snow flurries today. It's going to be cool. I say cool? It's going to be cool out there, as a matter of fact. Mrs. Andrew Sybil of 149 Brownville Avenue, apartment 6, Toronto 9, was the first to call Chum at the sound of the horn, and she wins a key that could make her the grand prize winner of one of the seven most wanted cars in this whole country. 10.50 Chum yesterday. It's after 6 o'clock. Ladies and gentlemen, Petula Clock at a million-dollar weekend on Chum. It's hey, that's a sign of the times. That's Pachula Clock and the Jane Nelson Show at 21 after 6 o'clock. Good morning. Come on, now. Rise and shine. If you're just going home, I hope you got a good excuse ready. It's uh, Chum's seven-car sweepstakes time at 21 after 6 o'clock. 38 degrees. One game last night. One game in the National Hockey League. The Rangers over Oakland by a score of 3 to 2 <laughs>
15: The hottest cars in the nation, like a Mercury Cougar, Pontiac Firebird, Chevy Camaro, Ford Mustang, Plymouth Barracuda, American Motors Javelin, and Dodge Dart Swinger. <laughs> it's the Chum Seven Car Sweepstakes, where you can win your choice of one of the seven most wanted cars in the country. Stay tuned to Chum to play Seven Car Sweepstakes. Oh, yeah, and remember to call 929-1170 when you hear the
14: horn. Ten fifty, chum you know, a guy called me a few minutes ago with a joke <laughs> about little green apples, and uh, I'd like to tell you the joke, but there's no oh, way. Oh, I wake up in the morning
6: with my hair down in my eyes, and she says hi. You got 30 inches of no, New York All
14: right, O.C., don't make the beat. All right, put it down. Joke. God joke. didn't little green apples. It don't rain in Indianapolis in the summertime. There's no such thing. He gets bugged and leaves just because they start singing. Yeah, i showed him up, that's why. 26 minutes after 6 o'clock on the Jay Nelson Show. That's Chum 7 car sweepstakes time. 38 degrees. The high today will eventually get to 40. You're going to have a few showers, maybe a couple of snow flurries, a little cloud thrown in, and the whole thing. So let a smile be your umbrella and get a whole big mouthful of rain.
15: Jay Nelson Hey, baby, hey, baby, man, you know who
0: these cats are? They're the four tops. We would car, man? That's just top. Sugar pie, honey pie. Sugar pie. Honey I mean, 28
14: minutes after 6 o'clock, it's Chum, 7 car sweep. Come on, now, this is my show, doggone it. 28 after 6 o'clock in the morning, Chum, 7, 7 car sweep, steaks time, and 38 degrees there. beat dig this album, Chum. Twenty-eight after six, now, ladies and gentlemen, from their album, "Your Mama and Your Papa's," you baby, for you, you. From the time I fall
0: asleep till the morning comes, I dream about you, baby.
14: Ten fifty, chum. Yesterday into something good. Mm-hmm. That's Herman's Hermits on the Jane Nelson Show. A little yesterday music here in a million-dollar weekend, 26 and a half minutes before 7 o'clock. 7-car sweepstakes time is 38 degrees. And last night in the National Hockey League, it was the New York Rangers 3-2 over Oakland. It was the only NHL game scheduled. And Husky Ken Ellsworth has taken the lead today in the Hawaiian Open Golf Tournament. That's being played in Honolulu. He shot a 500-par 67. How about that? Gives him a two-round total of, let's see, 500-par. Five. And uh, the three That's <sok spoke> a Watch it there. Don't roll those bottles around. Well, that gives him a 500. Uh, he's a two-round total of 133. 10.50, Chum. Keep on loving me, honey. Yeah, isn't that a song and a half, huh? Oh, dear, that's Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell and Keep on Loving Me, Baby. It's exactly 24 minutes before 7 o'clock. Chum, seven-car sweepstakes time. Mainly cloudy, cool. we got a chance of some snow flurry activity today. Maybe a shower or two, too. It's 38 degrees now on the Jane Nelson Show. <laughs> Hi, hockey fans. In a few seconds, we'll be talking to Bobby Orr, star defenseman from Boston. Bobby? Bobby Orr? Bobby, wonder if you'd mind if I asked you some questions. What's this special advisory staff you and a lot of other NHL stars belong to?
15: You've heard of that too? It's called the Bauer Skate Advisory Staff. A lot of us in the NHL, players on every team in the league always wear Bauer Skates. So this year, Bauer have asked some of us to join their advisory staff. What we do is get together with the people who design Bauer Skates and suggest ways to improve them. Someone may suggest a better way to attach heel tips. If it's good, Bauer makes the change. So you'd recommend Bauer Skates for youngsters? You bet. Any young player couldn't do better than a pair of Bauer skates. They come at all prices. Bauer also make quality figure skates for girls. So before you buy anything kids, go down to your local sporting goods store and see the Bauer lineup. Especially the Black Panther model. And tell them Bobby Orr sent you. 10.50 chum. Million dollar
14: weekend. He left, huh? I want to get his autograph. Bobby's autograph for my kids. Goody, go where you want to go and do what you want to do? Well, not exactly, you're not, you know. I mean, go where you want to go and do what you. All right, go where you want to go and do what you want to do. I don't care. You have to pay the piper. You like that? Write that down somewhere. Twenty minutes before seven o'clock, Chum Seven Car Sweepstakes time. And I'm happy to say to John Secord, who advises me he has no relation to Laura, John Secord of 34 Walker Avenue, Toronto Seven, was the first to call Chum at the sound of the horn, and he wins a key that could make him the grand prize winner of one of the seven most wanted cars in the country. Ten fifty, Chum J Nelson. All right, everybody. I want about to get around your radio now. This is my man, Eddie Floor. He gonna bring on. Give you ever home oh, to me And the beat goes on oh. 1050,
0: well,
14: I got a pretty song here. Hey, you know what? I just finished reading the Kinsey Report. Now, I'm not going to read the Kinsey Report. I'm going to wait until the movie comes out. I think that should be very interesting. I'm... I'll
10: send away all my surprise
14: title, isn't it? Come live with me. Come stay with me. Is that what it is? I didn't know the exact title. Yes, indeed, my dear. Marianne Faith. How old is that girl? Marianne Faithel must be you. Ooh, 19. Oh, she's an older woman, is she? Ah.
15: Paris. In Paris, a horse-drawn fiat can carry you to the Bois de Boulogne for dinner in the treehouse. The smell of onion soup or escargot lure no, you to the clutter of Lyon after midnight. How far away is Paris? Air Canada jets leave Toronto for Paris every day this fall and winter with the wings of Air Canada. How far away is anywhere? Hi.
14: Fourteen minutes before seven o'clock, Chum. Seven car sweep six times. Here's my man, Jerry Butler, gonna sing. Western Union man. It breeze downtown, mainly cloudy, a little cool today. May we have a little music for Lomaharishi, please? Thank you. Thank you. He plays very loudly sometimes. Obviously, does not like his job. It is written:
15: Man is the only
14: animal who goes to sleep when he isn't sleepy. And gets
15: up when he is. Turn on with a super new 1969 cars in the Chum 7 Car Sweepstakes. Mercury Cougar. Pontiac Firebird. Chevy Camaro. Ford Mustang. Plymouth Barracuda. American Motors Javelin. Dodge Dark Swinger. When you hear the Chum horn, be the first to call Chum at 929-1170. If you're the first to call, Chum will send you a key that'll make you eligible to win your choice of one of the seven most wanted cars in the country. So stay with Chum to play
14: 7 Car Sweepstakes. Yes, sir. Remember, call 929-1170 when you Hear the horn. 1050 Chum yesterday. Well, here it is after November 5th. We didn't win. I don't know
15: why. Nine minutes before
14: seven o'clock, Chum Seven Car Sweepstakes time. Mrs. Louise Secord of Walker Avenue. That's John's mom. He, she was the first to call at the sound of horn. She wins a key that can make her the grand prize winner. One of seven. Promises, promises, I'm up through with promises,
0: promises now.
14: Clock chumps have a car sweepstakes time on the Jane Nelson Show. 38
15: degrees. High today, just about 40.
14: Gonna get a little bit of shower activity, maybe some snow flurries. It'll be uh, kind of cloudy and kind of cool today. I think I have the reason why George Wallace and Curtis LeMay lost the election in the United States. No, not because of any pointy headed liberals down in front either. No, I think I have the reason. It uh, was a campaign slogan. Did you know the campaign slogan? Maybe you did, uh, but if you didn't, it would, here's their slogan. World peace by 1970. With or without people. Ten fifty, chum. Million dollar weekend. Shake you up there on that one, eh? Oh, It's a hurdy gurdy man, I think. It's Donovan. That's who it is, Donovan. Listen, listen.
11: Uh-huh.
14: Hurdy gurdy man, it's Donovan on the Jane Nelson Show. It's two minutes before seven o'clock. Chum seven cars sweepstakes time. Ten fifty, chum. Is here with the shape of things on Chum. Reputation is, don't you? That's what others are not thinking of you. See, <laughs> reputation, what others are not thinking. Forget it, folks. Then the beat goes
0: on. Ten fifty, Chum.
14: Send Cindy- in the cow Castle, singing the song. at 10 minutes after 9 o'clock, the Jungle Jane Nelson Show. 10 after 9 is Jim Seven Car Sweepstakes time. It's 40 degrees. You know, I was telling you the other day about a friend of mine. He's got a real problem. He's going to run for politics, but uh, his initials uh, discouraged him. Uh, uh, you've heard of LBJ. How the per- uh, You know, the press says LBJ, and then there's uh, HHH, Hubert Humphrey, and RMN, which is Richard Nixon, and uh, this guy's name was uh, Samuel Oliver Barney, so he couldn't make it. And I had another friend, too, who didn't go for uh, politics. He lives in Pennsylvania. His name—he never made it. His name is uh, Bob Shipley. Ten fifty, Chum J. Nelson. the headlines in the paper. If your last name begins with letter E, is in Eddie Shack. You're eligible to play seven Car Suit six this hour on Chum. E is in Eddie Shack.
15: Never liked nobody. That's been me.
14: A fool for you. It's 13 after 7 o'clock. Chum 7 car sweepstakes time. Woo-hoo! All right, fellas, don't show off. Mainly cloudy and cool today. That's right. Just uh, there's an outside chance of a few light showers or snow flurries. 40 degrees now on Chump. This is Bob Lane Hi. with a
15: little something to think about. Okay, Bob. <laughs> Living in the lap of luxury isn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> Except that you never know when luxury's going to stand up. <laughs> something to think about. <laughs> Hello Brothers Weston's clearance of new 1968 Fords is continuing until all of them are gone. We have excellent Fairlane convertibles, Galaxy 500 two and four door hardtops, and two door sedans, two and four door LTDs, customs and custom 500s, and station wagons. Now these cars must be moved out and naturally the prices have been drastically lowered. Why not see and test drive the car of your choice this week? Of course we have an excellent selection of 69s, Fords, Falcons, Fairlanes, Galaxies, Thunderbirds and Mustangs. A little Deal is a better deal. That's Littles in Weston, of course, 2209 Weston Road, south of 401. Ford dealers for 42 years, and that is something to think about. 1050 chum million dollar weekend. 14 after 7 o'clock. This is going to be the first of two.
14: It's a million dollar weekend, and,
0: and the beat goes on.
14: Song, Sergio Mendez and his group. And the song is Scarborough Fair. Did you ever see the two girls that sing with that group? <laughs> oh, my boy, they're just delightful, delectable, de- lovely, doing. De- it's 20 minutes after 7 o'clock in the Jane Nelson Show. Chum, 7 car sweepstakes time, 40 degrees. High today will be 40. And the, uh, well, if it's going up to 40, I guess went went already. So that's it. Cloudy,
15: cool, maybe a couple showers. So grab your And 24 hours a day, yeah. you can play 7 car sweepstakes on Chum. Be listening for the sound of the Chum Horn. Oh, you to call Chum at 929 1170. Be the first to call, and Chum will send you a special key, making you eligible to win one of these 69 beauties Mercury Cougar, Pontiac Firebird, Chevy Camaro, Ford Mustang, Plymouth Barracuda, American Motors Javelin, or a Dodge Dart Swinger. It's the Seven Car Sweepstakes. Happening now on Chum. And remember to call 929-1170 when you hear the horn. 1050 Chum,
14: yesterday. 721 in the morning, got music here. Only one hockey game last night. The Rangers over Oakland by a score of 3-2. to two. Lots of action tonight.
0: Roy Orbison! Walking down the street
14: Pretty well Roy Overson. 24 minutes after 7 o'clock. Jungle Jane Nelson here, 24 after 7. Chubb 7 car sweepstakes time. And listen here now. I told you the hockey score, right? Three to two Rangers over Oakland. Well, there's a football game today. You know that, of course. Argos are four-point favorites in the sudden death Eastern Football Conference game here today against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. But the Thai Cats are not in great shape. They will be without the services of defensive back. Garney Henley and Ted Page. 1050 chum Jay Nelson. <laughs> The one said, do it to others as you would have them do it to you? Who was it that said that? Does anybody know out there in Radio Land? I don't want to hear it. Hey, that's the song Hold Me Tight. That's Johnny Nash on the Jane Nelson Show, 27 after 7 o'clock. Chum, seven car sweepstakes time. The temperature in Toronto is 40 degrees. Yes, you know something? You haven't given the Sunday weather in quite a while. Oh. Oh, well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you haven't done it. If you keep it up, you're not going to get Anything. Okay. Now mainly cloudy and cool, with well, a chance of a few light showers or maybe even some snow flurries today.
15: I still have not given the Sunday weather.
14: No, and I don't think I will. Ten fifty, million dollar weekend. I'll give it Sunday. Mainly cloudy, continuing cold. Here come the drifters. This old world
0: starts getting me down, and people are just too much.
14: Might if I open my coffee here for a minute? Excuse me. I have to open the coffee because the kid just brought it down, and I want to check it out. I've got to check it. No kidding. Get the bomb squad to check that coffee out, would you please? You know what I know—that the hardest part about painting a house is not the painting, actually. No, that's—it's the preparation. Now, do you remember the last time all the scraping going on, and the sanding, and the washing, and the filling, and the repairing? Well, with all the work it takes just to get ready, you're, you're kind of sick of the job. A long time before you actually started whipping the old brush on there with the paint. Now, the worst part of all is that you know you're going to have to paint your house again uh, in three or four years. But before you lapse into complete misery, Bunky, there is a solution. It's Alcan Aluminum Siding. Now, it comes with a 20-year guarantee certificate backed by the Aluminum Company of Canada. Alcan Siding eliminates all the work of painting and yet gives you a beautiful baked-on enamel finish in eight decorator colors and they stay bright and new for years and years. Don't just dream about it. Call an Alcan Siding distributor. You'll find one in the yellow pages. And Oh, by the way, don't ask for aluminum, will you? Ask for Alcan. Compare the one-time cost Of Alcan siding to the cost of house painting every three or four years. And that's all the convincing you'll need.
15: Britain. In London, near Marble Arch, an old man makes his point to the crowd at Speaker's Corner. In a Scottish pub, laughter and music. And in the air, a whiff of grass from the north. Is Britain from Toronto Air Canada with BOAC jets to Glasgow and to London? Also daily non-stops to London this fall and winter. With the wings of Air Canada, how far away is anywhere? 1050 chum yesterday.
14: 25 before eight, the Ronettes.
1: What a radio station. You just got to hear Jay Nelson on radio station CHUMAM from Toronto, Ontario, from November 9th, 1968. I really enjoyed this radio station, and Jay Nelson was wild and crazy. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can contact that feedback line toll-free at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option 2 for the podcast, Meme. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. There
8: you go. There you go. Hey. Oh, good. There
4: you
3: go. Oh,
4: he's he got a bit of a Jack talking.
1: Armstrong sound. You know,
3: mellower, Jack Armstrong. or Jack Armstrong.
4: And, a bit of and that was of uh, before CanCon came in, too, so you didn't have any Canadian.
2: Now, was Not I no. mistaken, well, were they doing their temperatures like in regular American...
3: Yes, I mean, that
4: was American. Yeah,
3: we're American. Yeah, American. Fahrenheit, yes. They didn't go to Celsius till the seventies.
1: So the late seventies, seventy-seven yeah. or seventy-eight or something like that. Yeah, right. and, and actually, it was a law. You couldn't do it in Fahrenheit. That you, uh, if, if a radio station gave the temperature in Fahrenheit only, they could be in trouble because they Canadian, as you know, in Canada, they it's gave all them metric. together
3: for a while. I don't yeah. know if they still do, but they they used to give them
1: together. Yeah. But, but it's, all, me- kind of it's all metric there. So you everything is done metric. So it's grams, right. kilograms, liters, and milliliters. It's, yeah. it's
7: kind of funny. Yeah. We had some stations here in the U.S. that would do the Fahrenheit and they would say what it was, Celsius. I don't know why, but they did.
3: Yeah, I remember but, uh, the that. the other yeah. thing but, that was well, interesting was, those... Chum was Chum was a very heft station. I've heard a lot of their countdowns over the years and they were always up to date. But he played a lot of No Man's Land music. It was a million dollar weekend and he didn't say they were oldies. But he was playing, you know, Indian Lake and Hurdy uh, Gurdy Man, which were out in June, and it was November. I don't know why he was doing that. Just maybe wanted to play them. Well, but uh, all,
1: you know, but also he played, he played the album cut, which is uh, "You Baby You," which was, of course, everyone knows was done by the Turtles, and I didn't even know it was done by the Mamas and the Papas. No, I didn't either.
3: Neither. So. They did a lot of coverage.
9: They did.
1: They, well, they, they did they they had a whole
3: album of them when they first came out their like first or second album they had a whole bunch of you know dancing in the streets and all that stuff yeah we had don't say anything
1: bad about the mamas and the papas my sister loved them when they did i call your oh, name I and, the mamas and, and the papas. sing for your supper yeah. which was from a broadway show sing for your supper and you'll get breakfast that <sighs> yeah. was from a broadway yeah. show the boys yeah. from syracuse written by rogers and rogers and Hart. so uh what can i say there you go bill we'll turn it over to you to
2: to wrap it up and we'll put these two segments together jeff Check and your. Get, can
1: you help me make another cup of coffee, Bill? After you finish that, I,
2: I can do that too. Oh, I can do kidding. that too. But check your email right after the I, show, okay, Jeff?
1: I certainly will.
2: All right, and uh oh, no, nothing bad, and uh,
1: uh oh, nothing bad. nothing bad.
2: Nothing bad, as they said, as he goes out the door. No, right. But anyway, yes. we got these stations going, and thank you, everyone, for doing all you do. I really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone.
1: One of the things I do when trying to present these featured station segments is to let you hear what radio sounds like in different radio markets throughout the United States and Canada. This week, we're traveling to Dayton, Ohio, and we're going to feature a radio station that we featured about two years ago. The radio station is WZDA-FM, and they've dropped their alternative programming in favor of country music. Mornings are held down by the syndicated Bobby Bones Show, and the rest of the day is filled out by voice tracking from iHeart radio stations throughout the United States. This week, we're going to hear how midday sounded this radio station with Amy James, who works at of Minneapolis, Minnesota, at KEEY FM. So, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the modern country herd on radio station WZDA FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
16: WZDA Beaver Creek. Listen with iHeartRadio, number one for music, radio, and podcasting, all in one app and online. Now, your chance to Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Money. That's money. Enter it now. NewCountry1039FM.com
17: new country 1039 hello it's amy james can't get enough of the bobby bone show check out the bobby cast for more the bobby bone show returns monday at six with dayton's new country 1039
14: hey girl
16: To the country
17: Your hope for the best country
16: Dayton's New Country 1039 oh,
0: Touching down
17: Dayton's new country, 103.9. That's Russell Dickerson, home suites. Hello, it's Amy James. Good news for you, Belinda. You just won a thousand bucks. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. just like, mom, you gotta enter, you gotta enter. She just kept pressing and pressing. I was like, I better enter. Oh, wow. It sounds like you owe your daughter at least half of that cash. Or at least I'm guessing that's what she's going to tell you. 2022 starting it out with an extra grand we got another chance for you to win coming up at the top of the hour make sure you enter those keywords online and Luke Combs is next
16: Dayton's new country 103.9 40
4: HP
15: Johnson as long as you're right here
16: Plays here. First, Dayton's New Country, 1039.
17: Dayton's New Country, 1039. Hello, it's Amy James. You have found- dayton's new home for country on your dial at 1039 and your favorite smart device Where we grew up
15: down by the
16: railroad tracks shooting bb's and old beer cans the country songs you love the most I i love it i love it i love it play here dayton's new country 1039
17: 1039 hello it's amy james miranda lamberts and her murfa tapes cohorts also known as co-writers john randall and jack ingram they're bringing it to life in a new documentary premiering on paramount plus on the 30th
5: a full moon
16: shining bright A barefoot new music out of nashville y'all let's play some now dayton's new country 1039 office space either, but it does make it easier to share your favorite country music. Dayton's New Country 103.9 <laughs>
17: 39 Dayton's New Country. Hey, it's Amy James. The awards show for fans is back. It's our iHeartRadio Music Awards. They're going to be on Fox March 22nd. And next Thursday morning, we are going to announce which of your favorite artists have been nominated. Don't miss it. That's Thursday morning. Dayton's New Country, 1039. With Heart on Fire, that's New Eric Church. Eric and his wife, Catherine, have their own foundation. It's helped underprivileged families in Tennessee, North Carolina, Nepal, and Haiti. We'd like to help you out by giving you a thousand dollars cash. Another keyword in about ten minutes.
0: This old man and me.
16: WZDA Beaver Creek. Listen with iHeartRadio, number one for music, radio, and podcasting, all in one app and online now. Your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Bills. That's Bills. Enter it now. NewCountry1039FM.com.
17: new country 1039 hello it's amy james huber heights thanks for making dayton's country 1039 your soundtrack for new country i
5: heard the door slam
16: the best music nashville has to offer the
17: music's just real real music
16: dayton's new country 1039
17: With anyone but me. Dayton's New Country, 1039. That's new Sam Hunt 23. Hello, it's Amy James Charles, a $1,000 winner. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Thank you. That is great.
17: Yeah, congrats. I've
4: been planning on winning for a year.
17: Oh, wow. Well, success is yours. You just never know when you'll be the next one getting a phone call, but you got to enter those keywords online. Another one coming up next hour.
16: Music loaded. We're ready. We know you're ready. More nonstop country music starts right now. Woo! Dayton's New Country, 103.9. Oh, I just
0: you, yeah.
16: Dayton's New Country, 103.9.
17: Dayton's New Country 1039. Hey, it's Amy James. You have found your new number one for country. Dayton's New Country 1039.
16: Country music is what we do. Only the best music. Spread the good vibes. That's just how we do it. Here's more of it now. Dayton's New Country 1039.
17: 1039, Dayton's new country. That's Chris Stapleton. You should probably leave. I saw this and went, what, what? It's not exactly what you think, but it is real. Oscar Mayer is selling baloney face masks. Details, my page, keyword Amy James.
16: favorites and some new music you need to know. Dayton's New Country 103.9 Saluting all the hard-working folks in America with more great country music. Dayton's New Country 103.9 You time,
0: you time, you time
17: Country 1039 with Scotty McCreary, U-Time. Some people meditate while they stretch. I stretch and listen to True Crime podcasts. If you can relate, you're going to be happy because this week is True Crime Week on the iHeartRadio app. If you go, yeah, then I'm going to listen to a stinker. Well, you're in luck. Open up the free iHeartRadio app and search True Crime. We have some hand-curated lists for you to find your next podcast obsession.
1: Well, there you go. New Country 1039 WZDAFM serving Dayton, Ohio, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. And the radio announcer you heard was Amy James, who voice tracks this country format for radio station KEEYFM in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett.
0: to
8: And I finally learned how to pronounce Norfolk.